Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Good morning, listeners. Or maybe it's good afternoon or good evening or good night. How are you? Thank you for joining us. Warwick's trying very hard to be funny and cheer me up today. Maybe it's not even a good morning, afternoon, evening or night. Maybe it's just a morning. Morning. Yes. Hello. (laughs) It's a day. (laughs) It's another day. It is another one of those things we call days. Mm, They all end in Y. Sometimes I'm not sure. Sorry, Coxie. Sometimes I'm not sure when uh, I um, farewell my wife when she goes off to work at the big hospital I'm not sure how to say have a great day because I know what she gets up to there and I know the stuff that she's exposed to and I think, I don't think you can really have a great day doing that. (laughs) My husband tells everyone to have a happy day, which I think is very ambitious and not really practical. (laughs) You must be an optimist. Sometimes when it suits. Oh, so he will leave the house. He rarely leaves the house because he works from his home office as well, but. At the moment, he's doing some on the tools work. And so he leaves the house in the morning at half past five, have a happy day. And I'm thinking there's not a lot to be happy about today. <laughs> and you want to say, fuck you, Jack. <laughs> Get fucked. Go on on your horse. Piss off. Oh, by the way, this is a fuck it Friday episode, listeners. <laughs> I just oh, turned it into morning. one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Coxie, uh, yesterday. It was another day, but it was a significant day, or at least in the media, it was a significant day. I am a bit of a cynical bastard, I suspect, when it comes to some of these things. Even things like Father's Day and Christmas, and going to take it that far, holy! Oh God. yeah, I'm just, I'm Mr. just Grinchy. I'm just wheeling the Gatling gun in here. I'm just going to take <laughs> aim at everything. I love <laughs> Christmas, and I love Mother's Day. I I have a dislike for the commercialization and dare I say virtue signaling nature of a lot of these things now. Um, and I actually I find it distasteful because I think it actually detracts from the the true power of those days or the the true meaning of them, and that sounds a bit cliched in itself, Coxie. Mm. Uh, but I, I feel like there's a lot of box ticking by people. They do the thing because it's a thing we're supposed to do. There's a lot of lip service, I agree. I avoid them actually posting about them or I did say to the builder on Monday morning, I think I'm the only person in the world that hasn't posted a photo with my father or my husband for Father's Day, and I just I don't. I don't feel like I need to advertise it. I'm in the moment. Um, and likewise, when days like yesterday come around, uh, we do an arbitrary post, I suppose, because it's expected and it never sits well with me because those days, sure, I think they're important to raise the conversation, to get people talking. And the problem with them is that tomorrow they forget or tomorrow they stop yep. thinking about it. And that's the problem for me. And that's that's 
part of my issue with some of those other traditionally celebrated events actually it's not traditionally it's modern stuff and i think a lot of people don't even realize that a lot of these days were created in modern history uh and i'm okay to celebrate mothers and fathers and carers and all that sort of stuff we have so many days you know there's national days for this and weeks of that and i mean even last month august was was tradies national health month Mm -hmm. what does that even mean how does that actually change anything and there's all this thing about having conversations, which we do here on the podcast, listeners. Mm-hmm. We're having conversations here and we're trying to raise awareness. And I believe that is still important. And I also personally feel like there's not enough done to take it broader and also um, more consistently over time. I think that there should be a class in your final year of high school or maybe any year of high school in which we learn how to have better conversations and we learn how to recognise mental health for people with good mental health or people who are suffering with their mental health. I think that we should be educated on how to identify, how to assist, how to create a conversation with them, how to touch base with them and keep in contact with them, how to facilitate finding care where necessary or finding somebody else to talk to where you don't have the skills and yet it's not spoken about and surely in that group there would be a huge need for it well we know there is Mm -hmm. but imagine if our kids were educated in that and then they come out into the workforce and they carry that education with them forever you that's not something you forget i i remember barely because it was so long ago that i was at university uh we had a, a subject for professional communication. Now that was aimed specifically around business communication and how to write letters and communicate in sales meetings and those sorts of things. I don't have kids at at high school, Coxie, and you might be able to set me straight on this, but I don't believe that there's anything taught around communication and relating to other people. I mean, we, we should be taught about rapport building and questioning skills and listening skills and how to actually handle conflict and all the stuff that actually screws most of us up later in life as adults when we're trying to employ people in our businesses or have relationships. I mean, you've just got to look at the plethora of counselling services out there and the fact that they are absolutely overwhelmed, everything from basic counselling through to full psychology and and, um, psychiatry services Mm. are just, they're they're straining under the load because we're not taught any of this stuff anymore Uh, because we don't live in tribes. We don't have that sort of passing on of generational knowledge and skills and uh, our lives are very, very different. We communicate differently these days. And I feel like that's a big part of what should be happening after things like Are You Okay Day? Where's the follow-up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got the awareness. There's a problem. Great. Let's all talk about the problem. But talking about the problem doesn't actually fix the problem. What we need more so even than some of the amazing um, acute crisis services for people who have actually tipped into a dire need to talk to somebody, I feel like there's still a big gap. And, And we were talking about a particular social media post that was probably making this same point, and I'm I'm sort of borrowing a little bit from that uh, that post uh, by someone about the fact that you know there's 
there needs to be services for people who need to talk rather than just asking the question, are you okay? But what about the in-between stuff? Mm. And I feel like that's what we had a great chat with uh, Mitch from Speak Up, Stay Chatty uh, recently on the show is, is looking at that mental fitness stuff, you know, the mental well-being and all of the other factors that play into that. It doesn't seem to still be getting enough attention, much attention. I don't think there's any focus on prevention. There's only <laughs> focus on uh, not even cure. It's just the acute stuff. That's what we talk about. We yeah. try to find out where somebody's at or here's a Band-Aid fix, call, call this number, yeah. in the hope that there'll be some sort of support off the back of that. Yeah. But there's, there's no education around prevention. This is what you need to do to keep your mental health strong. This is what mental and, – and it's perhaps it's because it's so variable and so relative. Everybody's – Mental health is different and I guess it's like physical health. So some education is better than none, isn't it? Some move towards meditation, some move towards physical exercise, some move towards taking care of what you're eating has got to be better than none and yet we don't connect the dots and make it part of the same conversation. And the prevention stuff, I feel, Coxie, is actually quite simple. It's uh, not this massive program that, we'd all need to embark upon preventing a large proportion of the crisis need for people is within the reach of all of you listeners. Mm. You all have the tools at your disposal without having to go and do lots of study or huge personal development or anything else. The tools are at our disposal and some of us figure that out through our own crises and mm. our own capitulations in life and come to realize that, holy crap, if only I'd done more of this, if only I'd practiced more mindfulness and if only I'd, uh, you know, read a few more books about this or listened a little better to the people around me or taken better care of my physical health with my nutrition or my movement or getting some time outside or taking a break once in a while, it wouldn't have all added up to be such a huge load that it broke me. Mm. And there's no, there's no expensive magical cure needed to help more people avoid these issues in the first place. But it's not sexy. It doesn't attract funding because you don't need someone else to do it for you. Mm. You've, you've got it all in your own pocket. Mm. And I wonder if that's why it doesn't get any attention, Coxie, because it doesn't need big fundraising campaigns and it doesn't uh, pump up people's egos to deliver these services and feel like they've done something amazing for humanity, which is fantastic. And, and we need those services for the people that, that end up with that need. Uh, <laughs> probably talking around in circles a little bit on something that still annoys me, I guess, is that uh, there seems to be no money in prevention. There isn't, um, and I don't think there's even a lot of work in highlighting what prevention looks like. It's a big part of why we did our challenge this month so that, you know, we know what the lead up to Christmas is like and it's so complicated again this year with not knowing what's going on with lockdowns and whether we can see family and, you know, it's a pretty tough time. Again, we're seeing those messages come through consistently from both our members and our listeners 
and our followers and I guess part of the idea of having a 30-day challenge was that we could maybe encourage people to take 10 or 15 minutes out of their day to spend on themselves and use some of those preventative techniques that you and I have learned to start to take better care of themselves leading into an even more stressful time. We're mixing up this weirdness now with the normal rush that comes with Christmas. Everybody wants everything done before the Christmas. I don't, I still don't get it. And yet I'd probably lean into it myself at times. <laughs> so it's a great opportunity to take, start taking that time out and creating the habit. It's about creating the habit now before you capitulate, before we get to that busy time. And September is the perfect time to do it. It's a little bit warmer. The days are a little bit longer. We tend to find an extra bit of time in the day because it feels like it's longer. So putting that 10 or 15 minutes aside to meditate, you can meditate in five to 10 minutes. It's easy. You do it in your ute on the way to when you get to work. You can do it in the driveway when you get home. You can do it for 10 minutes sitting on your bed before you get up in the morning. It is not hard to do. It's relatively accessible for free. You don't even need to pay a lot of money to be part of an app or something to find it. There's heaps on YouTube for free, 10 minutes, that's it. Or you can do it mindfully in your own way. I don't always meditate using my app. Sometimes it's water in my garden. The only thing I'm actually thinking about is the sound of the water hitting the plants. Mm. I don't know how it happens, but it happens because it's something that I love. So there'll be something in your life that you enjoy that much. Lots of our members are surfers. And I know that a big part of surfing is that blissful nirvana point that you have while you're out there on the water. Yep. Or we've got lots of cyclists too. Same thing again. There's that crucial point in cycling when you can't think about anything but the burn in your legs. That's actually meditation and mindfulness. That's not a bad state to be in. So just finding some time like that every day for yourself, top up the bank of self so that you can give more to others. And more than anything, it's preventing you reaching that stage of burnout. It's preventing you reaching that stage of overwhelm and preventing you from feeling so crappy that there's no way for you to pull yourself back out again. Invest in it now before you start to feel that way. Mental well-being is, dare I say it, Coxie, but at, uh, you know, flirting with some controversy here, it's it's not as simple as just getting a needle in the shoulder. That's not going to fix it. Uh, and yet it's as simple as 10 minutes a day. Mm. You know, there's no, there's no quick jab that's going to make everything go back to normal and make everything better. Um, it's a daily habit. It's called discipline. And if you go look up the actual meaning of discipline, discipline is about teaching and learning. It's not about belting someone around the ears and making them conform. That's not discipline. Uh, the true meaning of discipline is actually, it's the way it's, it's comes from the word disciple. It's about following a way, following a path. And that path is lots of little steps. It's 10 minutes a day of mindfulness. It's not having that third bottle of Coke or whatever you chosen, you know, sugary, addictive substances, whatever the heck is going on there. So, you know, they're simple little things. They're not sexy. They're not exciting. They're not going to get you on the front page of the paper, um, but they might just keep you out of the mental health unit, at your local hospital. They might stop you from having a breakdown and being unable to work for months on end. Uh, so the payoff is massive. The investment is tiny, but it does take daily practice mm. uh, and daily discipline to make those things actually work for you. 
and you won't notice the results today or tomorrow or after a week. And I wonder if that's why more people don't do it, Coxie, because within the practice itself, you don't notice the effect. But it's like every breath. If you, if you skip three or four breaths, you'll notice the effect pretty quickly. <laughs> it's no, probably no different than eating well or exercise. It takes some time to see the results of that as well. That's not a quick fix. And I guess nobody likes doing that a whole bunch either. So maybe therein lies the issue. It's hard work every day. So Coxie and I have, uh, we've basically shared our own disciplines with you listeners and uh, the rest of our community, including our tradiepreneurs that work directly with us uh, through the TIB 30 challenge. Uh, we've been banging on a bit about this. It is only the 10th of September. You can still jump on board. There's no penalty for starting late. There's no reward for starting early, except <laughs> that you get the jump on everybody else. Uh, but it's just to help you form some of these disciplines. So we want to help you discover the fabulousness that is some simple daily disciplines. We've created a list of 15 ideas for you. They are really simple, low or no cost. They don't take any more than five or 10 minutes for many of them. Uh, some of them don't take any time at all. And uh, Coxie and I have seen over probably 20 years plus the benefit that these simple daily habits can create for you. So if you want to be a part of that, um, head over to the website. There is a really annoying pop-up that will take you to the free stuff page. <laughs> but go to tradiesinbusiness.com.au. Um, we'll put the link in the description for today's show as well. Go and grab the calendar and the list of 15 ideas and just see if you can't knock out four days in a row seven days in a row, three days in a row, whatever it is, of just one of these little hab habits each day and, uh, you know, do something a little different for yourself and make every day Are You Okay Day. Mm. Love it. Thanks for listening. Hooroo. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.